Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Well, good afternoon, everybody. And if you listen throughout the next couple weeks, whenever you're listening to, okay. hope you're doing well. All right. It's 2 o'clock right. Pacific time, 5 Eastern. And my name is Woody Adams, one of your hosts of uh, the QBO show, along with Stacy Kildall, who's also on here. Stacy, how's it going today? Uh, it's going really well. Thank you for asking. I just, uh, right before the show started, I went and grabbed a little snack, and uh, yeah. it was an apple pie Oreo cookie. They wow. have apple that's pie Oreo cookie. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, that's a good word. If they're not bad, but I don't think I would purchase them again. So I'm a sucker for I did not Oreos. see that combo yeah, coming. Did not see yeah, it. so the, the cookie part is actually graham cracker flavored. And then um, okay. the inside, the innards is like uh, apple pie filling. So, I mean, it's not horrible, but it's just weird. So anyway, that's, that's all I have going on. Yeah, it seems a little strange. Like, is that Nabisco still? I don't know. Does Nabisco own Oreo? I have no idea. I'm not sure. I want to say yes, but uh, yeah, they're really stretching, you know. But I mean, at this well, point, they... you really got to think to come up with some ideas. You know what I mean? Well, they do like special uh, flavors. They'll do like a special edition and yeah. then run with it for a little while. And I buy, oh, okay. and they're always like on an end. They're always like on an end cap at Kroger, and I always buy it. Like I always buy a package. I'm like, oh, I'll try that flavor. So, yeah. It's awesome. Um, I can't. Yeah. I uh, like. I yeah. I have to do it. Anyway, what's going on with you? How are you? That's cool. Good. Yeah. Just uh, I'm excited today on our show. We're gonna try to answer some questions, but also we have Nate uh, Tippy coming on from Chrono Books, which is now the. It's. Well, we'll ask them about the timeline because they're fairly new to apps.com, but I'll read the the blurb when you go to chronobooks.com, and that's C-H-R-O-N-O books.com. Finally, backup, restore, and copy for QBO. So uh, there was an app a while back that kind of did backup and restore, but this one can literally copy data into a blank file, which is which was always missing. Pretty cool. Um, so we'll let Nate break all that down and – uh, I'm sure it'll be quite a hit. I've been playing around with it and pretty neat. So Nate will be on from Chrono Books. And um, opinion statements or views from me might not necessarily reflect those of Intuit. Intuit's not affiliated with the show. That's like verbatim. You did good. You did well. I should really say. well. You, didn't, you did hardly well. Hardly a pause. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hardly a pause. But that, you know, <laughs> hardly a pause. So no, that's about it. I'm, you know, just doing some presentations. That's all what I'm doing. I, I was in your QBO cert today for a little while, a couple of hours of it. Uh, you were presenting. You, you were. were teaching everybody on QuickBooks Online. Yep. Pretty good. I, well, let's, good let's go there for just a second before we bring Nate on. So we did the cert prep today. And that's one of the things that we, that Intuit, they're introducing, the training team is introducing a bunch of new training, right? So that four-hour yeah. webinar that you were, and I were in today, and thank you, uh, as always, you just always kick ass answering questions. I know, I know that I never have to look at the Q&A when you're in there, and you and Leah do, <laughs> and well, and yeah, Ryan, Leah was in there and, too. you know, Amy, like, yeah, like, I, remember, like I, never, I know I never have to really worry about it, 
but um, it's cute. It's certification prep, which and here's a lot of people who who sign up for that four-hour webinar think that it is going to be kind of a click-level how to do things in QPL, and it is not. It is review of QuickBooks Online because it is it's review and going over the content in the certification exam. So we um, to, to sort of fix whatever confusion or maybe misunderstanding there might be with people who are registering for cert prep thinking that it is QuickBooks online training and it is when it is not, um, Intuit has, uh, the accountant training team has developed new content that's going to be coming out. We're going to start the webinars uh, oh, wow. next month. And this month we're doing the face-to-face -face training. We're starting it. And it's called Introduction to QuickBooks Online uh, for Accountants. And really what it is, it's kind of, um, it's, it, it really is an introduction. It's showing you how to do the workflows. It's kind of a, um, a mix of like the fundamental series that, that, it, that was on QB training events. But also, I think really it's more of a redux of the Find Freedom in the Tour, or Find Freedom in the Cloud Tour from 2013. It's really, but better. So, I mean, it's not the same. I don't want anybody to think it's the same content. It's the same ideas, right? The same kind of concepts. Like, for, it's for accounting professionals who are new to QuickBooks Online. They're uh, maybe have a brand new practice. Maybe their firm is really trying to make that trans transition to working online. And so that's what the live training is. It's going to be a full-day training. And then we have uh, the three-part webinar series that's coming out of it as well. So you can find all of that on QB Training Events. I had to give that a plug. So that was a nice segue. Thank nice. you, Woody. Yeah. Yeah, I like the uh, the advanced cert live events too. That's pretty powerful. More cities. Are you doing those too? Uh, I think I do a couple of them. Uh, honestly, uh. I don't know uh, what my route is. Uh, next week I'm in Boston, but not for training. I'm there for Intuit, but for something um, totally unrelated to training. Um, I'm uh. doing. Uh, I am doing the intro to. Uh, I think QuickBooks Online. I think I'm doing whatever is in Chicago on the 26th. I don't know. Uh, whatever is happening okay. on the 26th, I'm doing that in Chicago. Yeah. I should. I think it's the introduction to the QuickBooks Online. So hmm. let me look at the. Yeah. Yeah. Introduction to QuickBooks Online accountant. Yeah. It's kind so of a that's new series. Doing. To it's doing. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I was just talking about. Um, and then uh, I'll be in Dallas uh, October 11th for two days. Yeah. Um, then I'm actually going to Intuit, the mothership, the next week for a meeting about um, a QBOA feature, like uh, with the dev team, with the develop development team about QBOA. Um, then I'll be in Philadelphia oh, the end of the month. So I'll be, yeah, I'm excited about that. So then I'll be teaching in Philadelphia. Uh, then I. And um, let's see, I'm doing, uh, oh, these are some large firm trainings that I'm doing, so these don't count for the tour. Uh, let's see. Then nice. for... So you're doing a lot of traveling again. Yeah, then QuickBooks Connect, and then, um, then I'm back in Chicago, and then Dallas uh, at the end of November. 
and then Jersey City. Yeah. So there's yeah. So I'll be I'll be around doing some of these. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Yeah, you yeah, you keep up with the traveling. You've been doing it a long time. I've had like a, a almost a two year hiatus, but I am going out again uh, at the end of September just for uh, uh, four days. Pretty exciting. Yeah. I haven't traveled in a while. I normally. I haven't traveled too much. I've been trying to keep it, uh, but for some reason this fall, I mean, I've been trying to keep it to every other week for the last like two years, but for for whatever reason, this, this fall, it just, that whole plan just kind of, it just went to shit and basically, I mean, not, not to shit, but that plan just kind of fell to the wayside. And you're going to be gone a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm traveling like 10 or 11 out of 16 weeks. So there's that. Wow. So that's what's happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little rough, but <laughs> yeah, I'll, get, I'll get through it. We'll get through it. Yeah. 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 Uh, cool. My mom, my mom helps um, with Kira. So. Oh, good. Good. So you got family there and, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. My mom usually um, picks Kira up from school and then she'll drop her off at home. And then Kevin grabs Eric on his way home from work and we do, yeah. we pick uh, Kira's, yeah, we do like ride share for marching band practice and stuff like that. So we got, we got it down. It's like a system now. Nice. Yeah. Well, um, Nate should be in soon. He said uh, he'd be in in like 10 minutes. So, but uh, I yeah. have been, I did play around with Chronobooks for a while. Um, and uh, I mean, I, I'll, I'd rather have him break it down, but um the ability, yeah, it makes kind of like running backups, and you can restore from a certain point in time, which is cool. Like, I can choose like a time yesterday or last week on a day to restore over the data, um, or like earlier this really? morning because I did some import and it blew it up, so I can restore the QBO file to earlier this morning. So kind of like a desktop backup restore. But the favorite part, which I'm going to have him talk about, is the which I've been trying to test out, but I'm still working through, is the uh, copying data from one sub into a new one. Uh, oh, that's huge. Totally, totally overwriting. Cause like you'll have like a client will have started something and then they'll just want to start over again. So they want to copy right. data. I mean, I don't think you can pick and choose, but still it's pretty cool. Um, pretty robust. So I think he's on now. I'm going to bring him in and uh, so okay, good. see if he, Hey, Nate, 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 are you on? Yeah. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you great. Awesome. How are you guys doing? Welcome back to the show, Woody. I know you were off last week. Yeah, no, it's good. And uh, thanks for joining us today. I've been, because uh, we were, I was excited about getting the word out on Chronobooks. Uh, really, really cool, uh, definitely necessary app for QBO. It's still like one of the main questions I get from accountants, you know, can I do exactly. a backup yep. kind of thing. But, but before yeah, we get into I, that, I, I just really... wanted to, yeah, go ahead. I was really excited to be here as well because I used um, the QBO show a lot while I was researching QuickBooks and the API and how it's used and new features and stuff. So this is a case of stepping into the microphone here. Yay! No, nice. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Glad we could see, and that's exactly why we do it is so that we're a, nice, a resource. So glad to hear that somebody's listening. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a big right. one because this, like what he said. Yeah. Uh, I was just at the Chicago, uh, the Midwest Accounting Show two weeks ago. This la- last week, I was at the ASBDC show, which isn't necessarily strictly accountants, 
um, they're SBDC counselors. A lot of them are accounting professionals, but not necessarily. And it is still one of the, the most common questions that we get is, can we back up QuickBooks Online? So this is, uh, I can't wait to hear it. But first, introduce yourself. Tell everybody who you are and give us a little bit yeah. of your background. Yeah, so my name is Nate Tippy, and I'm the creator of ChronoBooks. Um, in the past, I've worked um, on a couple of, uh, on a, a marketing app previously, and then after that, a um, subscription management and revenue recognition app that worked with QuickBooks Desktop and QuickBooks Online. So I had got a lot of good opportunities to interact with bookkeepers and accountants and controllers and CFOs then. And that's when I kind of um, started to come up with the idea for ChronoBooks. There were a lot of people, like, I got similar questions to, I'm sure, what you hear, which is, you know, can, there, or I guess it wasn't a question, it was a statement. It was, there should be a way to be right. able to back this yeah. up or roll, roll it back or something like that. Right. Um, so that's when I started to think about it. And the, the three problems that I really look to solve with ChronoBooks are, one, that you know, you can't, um, a lot of people wanted like a sandbox, um, if they want to test out a new integration or if they want to bring yep. a new employee on board for training. Um, another one was that, um, there's a lot of people that are, um, hesitant about making the jump from desktop to online, partly because they don't feel comfortable, um, when their dad is not within arm's reach. Um, and so the last problem is uh, um, the ability to track down historical variances, which I'll get to later. Um, but yeah, those are the. Yeah. Those, that's kind of how I how I got into this, and uh, I think I started um, last year, around the middle of last year. I um, I left the company that I was working at for revenue recognition. It's called SAS Optics and mm -hmm. um, started to kind of study the QuickBooks Online API and QuickBooks Online um, as a whole. Um, and here so I am. You were, already, you, were already hearing, you were already hearing all this stuff while you were still working with SAS Optics, like regarding backup restore stuff with QBO? Yeah, yeah. There were some people, you know, maybe they just wanted to test out our integration in, um, in the sandbox first. Or maybe they um, they had another integration or something that went awry and started you know creating invoices or creating customers or something and they wanted to roll that back. Um, or like I said, you know, they, with SAS Optics, there's a lot of revenue recognition involved. So I um, there were a lot of times when I was trying to track down variances right in um, historical account balances, and that was pretty difficult. So um, that's another thing I'm looking to tackle. Go ahead. Yeah. The, um, the main feature set right now is, I think you mentioned it, is backup, yeah. restore, and copy. So it's one is just kind of a continuous backup um, with QuickBooks Online through the API. Does it do it incrementally? Do it, uh -huh. Or does it do it like certain times a day, the backup? Because I noticed on my page, I see it like it, it does it intermittently, like the backup of the file that I have yeah, connected. So to the app? Yeah, so let me tell you about kind of our, our backup strategy. So um, we have one full backup every day for 
each company. Um, and that just basically compares everything that we have against everything that is in your um, QuickBooks Online company to make sure that nothing has changed. Um, there's also this great new feature um, with the API called webhooks. And the way that that works is that whenever you make a change in QuickBooks Online, it will send a notification to Chronobooks and let us know that something has been changed. And whenever it does that, we go through and check everything to make sure if anything's been um, added or changed since the last time. Um, and that's, so those notifications usually come in about five minutes um, after yeah. you've made the change. And so the gist of that is that, you know, at any time your data is going to be probably around five minutes out of date from from QuickBooks Online or five minutes recent, right? So it's pretty quick on picking up changes um, yeah. as you do it. Um, and that's all all possible because of um, the great work by the Intuit Dev team. I have a question well, from um, go ahead, our, wait, yeah. wait, wait. I have a question from Eileen Sass. Uh, so mm -hmm. thank you, Eileen. And you may not be able to answer this, Nate, and I totally understand, but so Intuit does, has that five for five um, where you get five QuickBooks Online subscriptions. I'm, I think I already know the answer, but I think it's a support call. But she's saying, so if you have one of your original five for $25, so the, you get five QBO subscriptions for $25, and then you have to use them for new QBO accounts that you're either starting or converting um, under your QBO A subscription. She's wondering if Chronobooks would allow uh, pro advisor to repurpose that file. I'm gonna probably, I'm gonna say, 99% sure, no. Uh, but I think if you can't answer this, Nate, I think it's something that we would probably have to talk to support about. It's probably a sales call. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure on that. I know you would be able to well, copy well, it into a, a new. Yeah, company. I can answer that. Yeah, yeah, because Nate, like he says, you can copy into it and overwrite it. But I don't know if that kills the five dollar thing. It might not. You know what I mean? It might actually. You know, it might not. But I don't know if it uh, takes that mm -hmm. billing code out of it or something like that. You know, because it's different data. Right. I, I just I can't answer that. Right. Point. Exactly. Yeah. So I would yeah. say, Eileen, I guess try it. You could try it. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, I'm kind of one of those people who I'm always gonna. I'm going to always ask forgiveness instead of permission. Uh, so I think I would probably try it and then, and then if it didn't work, probably call support and see what, what the options were. That would be my route. Yeah. But yeah. There's that. So make sure you use Chronobooks to make a backup though, before you do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I can't say for about the code, the billing code, if that, if that, takes it out or anything but sorry Nate uh, you were saying because I'm looking at my screen I got a bunch of backups which is cool um, I had a question like and I, I don't know I don't know if Intuit was ever thinking of doing a true backup restore thing but you seem to figure it out pretty pretty quickly within the API so how did how did like all that happen like that you were figuring this is how we're going to back it up here's how we're going to offer this other option that nobody else did the copy over you know, I'm interested in that. Yes. So when I was thinking about when when the kind of the seed of Chronobooks had just first started in my mind, I was thinking about 
um, kind of the the ways that people had uh, back up their desktop file, right? They just kind of copy the file and paste it and maybe rename it and that's it. And then it was around that time that I also heard about safety net. Um, yeah. And safety net is um, uh, not around anymore, if people don't know, but the way right. that it worked is that you, there was, it was pretty simple, right? There was two buttons, backup and, and restore, and um, mm-hmm. you can make a backup or restore. But it was kind of similar. Into the same to, file, though. Like you had to do it into the same file. I couldn't do it into a totally different one. So, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't copy it over. Um, right. So I, I was thinking about that as well. And um, that is kind of similar to the desktop um, uh, workflow, right? You have to actually go in and, and create the backup yourself. So let's say right. you have. 20 plus companies that you want to back up, you know, maybe just once a month, you know, that's, that's, um, you know, a lot of scheduling and time put into just clicking the backup button. So I wanted to make something that worked unattended in the background that you didn't have to worry about. Um, And the great thing about that is that it also opened up the ability to um, restore to any time, right? Since all of our changes are kind of added incrementally on top of what you already have, you can go in and say, you know, we something terrible happened today. Somebody did a lot of um, uh, incorrect work. So maybe we want to roll back to 6 a.m. today, right? You can put in the exact time that you want down to the minute. Um, and it syncs up to whenever QuickBooks has those changes dated for and, t- and what the time is. So maybe you want to go in and... Um, roll it back to 6.07 this morning, or or maybe you want to go to um, the end of the day when you closed out last month, or maybe you just want to copy the data from um, maybe the end of last fiscal year or whenever you, you um, filed taxes. So you could go in and find that date and time, select it, and copy it over into a new account and see, you know, at the data as it was back then. That's pretty cool. So I have a question. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, and this doesn't have anything to do with what we were just talking about. It's a question that just popped into my head. And if I don't yeah. ask it, I'll forget. Um, so let's say you have to, you have your app connected to a QBO subscription. And for whatever reason, you need to move it to another subscription. Whatever. I don't know why you would want to do that. But let's say I have it connected to QBO account number one. And I want to make, and I know you're talking about backup, but if I want to make a copy to another QBO account, can I then move the app, your app subscription to that new QBO? Can you, or do you have to sign up for another account? Um, it's kind of all within the same subscription. So really, when you sign up for Chronobooks, you have a single mm-hmm. subscription. It starts with a 14-day trial, and then after that you're billed according to how many companies you're backing up. So, um, Ah, and and you only get billed once per month. And if you add company or remove companies in the middle of the month, it it prorates it. So, um, so it's not like I have to move. So it's not like that, that subscription is just attached just to that QBO subscription. I could back up the, the QBO, the second QBO account, and then just, 
not back up the first one anymore. Right, exactly. Then you would just oh. disable backup for the first one and you'd be good to go. Okay, that's even easier and way cooler. That's great. Yeah, and um, yeah. yeah, so we, um, I'm also kind of exploring, um, I think in the next couple of weeks, we have, I'm going to add um, like the ability to have an add on company. I've heard from some people that, um, you know, maybe they have multiple companies that are really different legal entities, but they represent kind of the same business. And so I'm going to add yeah. um, some pretty sharp discounts um, on for those to be able to add those. But right now for pro advisors, um, if you're a pro advisor and you make an account, just send me a support ticket. It's super easy to do through the app and um, let me know that you are and I'll, I'll flag you to, to get the special rate. And you also get one um, company backed up for free. So, That's and then great. beyond that, it's, it's $10 per month per company. And it's really right. easy to do it directly on your website. So, and I know we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit on stuff, but if you go directly to the website and you scroll down um, where it says, like, start your, you can look for the pricing, but there's a little checkbox that you can check that says, I'm a pro advisor, and it tells you submit a support ticket. It, it says it right there on the website, too. So um, that's pretty sweet. I like that. Yeah, I, it's, um, this is the first business that I've been involved with that I, you know, written a code and done everything from the ground up. And it's been pretty amazing. The, the feedback loop that you get, right. When you have the same person that's talking to the customers as writing the code as designing the product and everything. Um, there's, there's a, a lot of synergies that happen there. So it's been, it's been really valuable. Very cool. Okay. So anyway, go, let's get back to the product. Now we know how the subscription works. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I sidetracked that. Yeah. So let's talk about um, restore next. Restore and copy are yeah. similar. They use mostly the same code, um, but it's just that one is obviously going to a different company and one is going to the original company. Um, but basically what they do, what it does is it just snakes through all of your objects. You have all the different object types in QuickBooks Online and compares, um, you know, what it has versus what is uh, in QuickBooks. And so then it'll, you know, create what's missing and delete what has been created since then and change anything or revert anything that's been changed. Um, yeah. And so that's how the uh, the restore and copy kind of work from behind the scenes. I like that. I haven't had a chance to try it yet because I've been traveling, and I want to be able to give it my full attention. So this is uh, this is what I'm going to be doing the next week or so. Cool. I can't wait to test yeah, it. Great. Yeah. Um, so we got the cost. We talked about backups. We talked about the restoring. Did we talk about the restoring? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So, and, and you can um, kind of pick, that's one thing I was going to say is, can you, you can pick from a list, like you can go back to kind of any point, or is it just the last point, or you can. Great question. Any single time since your first backup. So you can specify down to the minute since <laughs> when you first enabled it. Okay, that's badass. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, cool. So you can pinpoint. And it does you keep can track. 
That's awesome. Sorry. You can pinpoint the point, the the exact moment when, like, you have screwed something up. Because it would be me. Like, that, it would be me, probably. So I can pinpoint <laughs> this exact moment. Uh, this is when uh, I screwed this up, but I need to go um, back to it. Oh, here's another question uh, from Becky. Uh, Becky Nielsen uh, is wondering, can we convert a backup copy to a desktop version? So if you back it up, can you restore it to desktop, or can you only restore no. it to QBO? Um, you can't restore it to desktop yet. I'm thinking about ways to do that in the future. Um, but in the short term, there's going to be a feature that basically um, will sync all of your data into your Dropbox every night in CSV files, um, <laughs> including attachments as well. We have, um, uh, we, I just got the, uh, attachment backup and restore in um, a week or two ago. But basically this will, the local backup will just sync the CSVs into your um, Dropbox every night. So you always have, um, you know, a local copy of your data um, that's at least from the previous night. And right now there's, wow. there's, um, I'm still thinking about ways to, you know, get that data back into um, books, into the Intuit ecosystem. Um, one of them, it might be, you know, direct desktop to desktop file, um, right. if that's possible. Um, I know that you could probably, I haven't tried it myself, but I'm guessing you could use um, Transaction Importer, Transaction Pro. Yep, yep. Um, for those. And um, I, think that, I think that this product really complements um, Transaction Pro really well. Because I was just going to say this is a perfect, a perfect kind of. It dovetails really well with that, especially if you have. Uh, what I'm thinking is, you know, we just had a company who, we just had a client who, for whatever reason, their last accounting person that they were working with, even though they had two separate business entities, two completely separate. It wasn't like one company with a DB, couple DBAs. There were two unique EINs had them tracking everything in QuickBooks online in one file and one or one QBO subscription. And we had to go through and create two unique new QBO subscriptions and try to extract all that data. So what we had to do is we had to convert it to desktop, export everything to all the transactions to an IIF file, clean up the IIF file and separate it all out save the IIF file as a CSV file and then use transaction pro importer. So it was kind of a mess. So to skip, to have to skip that because con converting to desktop is painful. So to be able to skip mm -hmm. that and to be able just to go straight from one QBO to a CSV with your product is, I mean, as far as cleanup goes, that is just, that would just be amazing. Like just, I'm really excited about that. Um, and yeah, Becky's really also cool. has a follow-up. Yeah, she has a follow-up question is how long um, do you keep the data or do you keep the backups? Um, she says, so let's, her example is let's say a client pays for your app for six months but then stops uh, for a while for whatever reason um, mm -hmm. and then they need to come back. Like I had a situation where a client uh, thought he was going to, sell his business. So he closed his QBO subscription down 
uh, wasn't doing any work in the company while the pending sale was going because he was a consultant. And three months later, the deal fell through. They couldn't come up with um, couldn't come up with a you know a, a good purchase agreement, and he ended up coming back. So if somebody came back, could they renew the subscription and still have the history available? So the beginning of that question was how long do we keep the data, and it's yeah. The answer is indefinitely as long as you have it backed up. So if you disable backup, it deletes everything that's in there. Um, so you can't you can't disable backup and re-enable it and still have the history back. Because once, once you tell us that you don't want it backed up anymore, we assume that you don't want us holding all of your data anymore. So we right. delete it. Okay, so um, it's gone. But, but, so basically if I cancel right. today and decide to come back next week, it's tough luck. Right, but that also okay. kind of there's a positive side to that as well, which is that you're only it's backed up for only as long as you build, because the time that you build is prorated, and you can essentially just use it to you know make copies. Like one thing that I didn't mention is that if you have companies um, uh, attached to Chronobooks that are connected to it and they're not being backed up, they're free. So you can have scratch companies, whether they're trials or, or whatever, um, that you can just use as targets for copies that are connected and those are free all the time. Okay, that's cool. Okay. Um, another thing we should discuss is what does it back up, right? What does or doesn't yeah. it back up? Yes, that was um, going to be my next question is what actually, yeah. because I know you mentioned Safety Net, which was a pretty awesome app. But again, like you said, you had to initiate it. You had to initiate the backup. Um, and it didn't, I, if I remember correctly, it didn't back up everything. So what, uh, what do you got? What do you got backing up? Yeah, so the, the API has improved um, a lot since, um, since SafetyNet was first created. So there's a couple more things that we um, uh, support in addition to what they did. Um, pretty much every transaction type, um, there are a few that are not included. So payroll, if you really payroll in general, um, there's no access to any of that information through the API. So if you use um, uh, the built-in payroll for QuickBooks, that data won't be backed up or restored or copied. Um, the other one is, it's, this one's pretty specific. It's account-based um, billable lines on your invoice. Basically... Um, so the billable uh, expense transactions? Yes, yes, billable expenses for um, um, specific to the account-based ones, right? If you use item-based uh, billable expenses, you'll be okay. But it's, okay. this is just one tiny gap in the API. Okay, um, cool. all right. And there's a couple of other things like, um, there's, wasn't there um, something like group items or something? Remember, I was trying to. I know yeah, it's a little different, but I was trying to. Yeah, that was something you had a problem with. Yeah. 
but so that's a good point to make. So one of the things that you ran into with the group items is that the group items are kind of new and you can't create them through the API or edit them or anything. You can just kind of let them be. So the way that we've worked around that is that, you know, when you go to create, when you go to do a restore or a copy, if there are group item changes that need to happen, um, it will come up and tell you like, all right, you need to have a group item of this name that has these sub items of these quantities underneath it. Um, and, and basically after you do that, you just rerun the restore and it'll fill in everything else for you. All the group, group um, like group lines on transactions, those are okay. So after, after you manually get the group items in line, then it'll fill in everything else after that. Um, so that's just an example of, you know, I really want to make this product as good as it can be. And there are um, some gaps in the API, but overall the QuickBooks Online API is really, really great and it's uh, getting better all the time. So we'll go right along with it. I'm very excited. No, it's cool, man. I mean, oh, it's, and it's really one. robust just as is. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. The, the other things that I, I didn't mention are um, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, have access to um, recurring transactions. Um, okay. Or so it won't save that list? It won't save the list of recurring transactions? Right. Um, and it, okay. it doesn't have access to your bank feeds. It won't copy those over. It won't change those. That's probably um, or a good your thing. bank rules, <laughs> yeah. Or your bank rules, you can export those directly, though, from within um, QuickBooks if you want to copy it over or something. Um, and then the last two are pretty insignificant. They're delayed charges and, and delayed credits. Um, it won't create those for you, but it will create the invoice or any invoices that use them. It'll create those. Um, you know, how they need to be just without the delayed charge or the delayed credit. Nice. That's exciting. Let's see. Uh, that's awesome. That's no, really cool. Yeah, let me look at I had another thought too, a uh, question. We could talk about some, think, not just, there's a couple more features on yeah. the website that. Oh, the um, intermittent yeah, yeah. changes. You said, you said historical intermittent changes. That's where you're keeping track in my backup list. It says incremental changes, right? Is that what you're talking about? But from backup to backup? Uh, yeah. If you, you said something about historical, exactly. historical variances, but I think what you were talking about, it's called like in, in, the, in the type column of my backup page, backup. when I have a backup, it says incremental. So what is the incremental versus quick? Like the, the, and then there's a full, a full backup incremental yeah, so and quick. What, what, I guess I don't know what those are. Yeah. yeah, so full backup is really just going to run through everything um, that there is and compare what Chronobooks has versus what's in the QuickBooks. Incremental is just is going to do pretty much the same thing, except it's only going to look at things that have been changed since the previous backup, um, whether it's uh, the full backup or an incremental backup. And quick, it really just means that there was a webhook that came in. And so we just did, um, there's, a, there's an operation that we can do um, a really great, another really great feature of the uh, QuickBooks Online API 
that allows us to just within a couple seconds kind of get any changes. So that's kind of what the QuickBooks, what the Quick one is. Um, it's just kind of an automatic change that's been detected. I like that. That is cool. That's good to know. Um, so I like that you can, well, you, okay, let's talk about what it actually still does. So, and you can restore it anytime. And we talked about um, copying. I love this. How does that, I mean, just walk me through that again. I know we talked about it a little bit. Walk me through again how the copying works. Yeah. So you can imagine a copy like if you, it would be a similar thing if you just went into your QuickBooks online company and deleted everything out and then restored it, right? So that it's it's pretty much just like a super like a restore where you're starting from zero. Um, is what a what a copy is, um, and it, it's similar. It snakes through all of the different objects and and creates the ones that it needs to as it goes. Okay, I like that. I like that. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, it's pretty. It, the the feature set right now is um, you know pretty simple. There's not a lot of um, different options, and there's you know backup, which you click one button and then you can kind of leave it alone forever, and it'll just keep backing up continually. Um, and then there's restore and copy, which really there's only two options, right? There's which company are you restoring or copying to and what time is the time of the data that you want. Um, but, you know, there's, um, I've done, I've done a, a lot of work to try to make it as simple as possible. Um, and then I just the next... realized that, oh, wait, wait, wait. I just want to make one comment is that I, I just realized that I, I scheduled the show for 45 minutes and we're at like, yeah, we got three minutes. more minutes so for anybody. Yeah. Well, we don't, we can still go past that. Just, but for anybody who's listening live, will, the show will, it doesn't just cut off. If you're new to the show, you can go back to the link that you're using to listen live and you can listen to the last couple minutes. Um, but before we get cut off, Peter Cullen is in the chat. Hi, Peter. Um, he has a question. Oh, when Chrono Chronobooks is added to a QBO subscription, how far back does it does it back up everything, or can you does it do it by default, or can you specify a range that you want to 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 you want it to back up? Yeah, so it backs up everything in the company, um, but. Um, I should say, I don't know if this is what he's asking, but um, it sounded a little bit like it. When you can only restore as far back as the first backup, right? So if you hit right. enable backup today and you, um, you know, did something wrong last week, you won't be able to get those things back. So you'll have to okay. enable backup and then from then on, um, you can roll it back anytime since the first backup. That's cool. I can dig it. Makes sense too. Right. Yeah, and then there's the, it yeah. having this data stored the way way we stored it is um, opens up a couple of different um, options for the future. So, like I mentioned earlier, one of the things that I ran into in my previous work is that it was difficult to track down historical. Um, uh, account balance variances, right? So um, we would have 
somebody come in and or in in my previous work and they would say like this our revenue for uh last fiscal year is off by x amount we can't figure out where it is so what the how chronobooks is going to work once we get a new feature in called um, comparison is that it will be able to tell you which transactions have changed between you know any time and now right you'll be, be able to do a comparison between any two times and see what's changed in your in your quickbooks online account so the way that that's going to be presented is that it will tell you exactly what transactions they are and what the dollar amount is but it'll also say what months they're in right so you can see if things are changing for historical periods like past fiscal years because i know that the um quickbooks online closing date is a um, great feature but mm -hmm. a lot of people don't use it um right. maybe it's because they only have a few people in the company, they don't think they need it, or they just, you know, it's like we were talking about with manual backups, how they can be um, a burden, right? That's just another thing to do every month um, or every quarter or every year um, when you close. So the, what this will do is it will allow you to track down those variances, but there'll also be another feature that will alert you to when those changes happen. So you'll get an email if things in um, past periods are changing that will affect your okay. um, your balances. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. All right. Nice. Um, that is really cool. And I can't think of anything else. Um, no. Alerts. You got alerts coming. We talked about comparison. Um, and you said and you're working on, uh, you mentioned the Dropbox thing that you're working on. I can't wait to try this. And from what it sounds like uh, in the chat room, uh, it sounds like people are pretty interested in this. I know for a fact, um, yeah. I, had, I admin a Facebook group that has 1,700 people in it. The majority of them are accounting professionals. And they're going to go absolutely apeshit over this. They're going to, they're <laughs> yeah. really going to be excited <laughs> about <laughs> it. So are you going to be at QuickBooks Connect? Um, I'm hoping to be. We'll see. Okay. Um, make sure you find uh, uh, make sure you find uh, me or Woody. Okay. Awesome. And I should also mention that Chronobooks is in the um, Intuit small app, small business app showdown. Um, oh yeah. Which, okay. Yeah. For which the voting ends, I think it's tomorrow. It's sometime this week. Um, so if you get a chance, try it out. And I hope you'll also vote for front of books for the app showdown. For sure. That is awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Woody, do you have anything else? No, I just want to thank Nate for taking the time coming on talking about Chronobooks. It was, it was really cool. I can't. I think Katie Peterson was the one who turned me on to it and told me about it. Hey, I haven't tried it yet. Can you test it out? And I went and it's just a super fun app and totally fills a need that is just not, I mean, there's a, a huge gap there still get those questions, you know, about backup restore. And then the copy thing, I think, is the, the real big thing. You know, I just think that's awesome. Yeah. So yep. um, thanks, Nate. And I'm looking forward to, you know, we'll see what else you're adding. I mean, it seems like you have a real good grasp of the API. So you'll just, like, think other things to use this for, I'm sure. So awesome. Yeah, hopefully. Our, our, um, the roadmap only goes about six to nine months out. But, you know, that's part of the really great thing about, 
also manning the support line and writing the code is that, you know, I, I get tons of ideas and feedback from customers all the time. So um, I'm sure that the customers will think of something to add um, in the next couple of months. I can't wait. I can't yeah, wait to totally. see it. Well, well, thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, well, you bet, Nate. You have a great day there. Talk to you soon. Yeah, you too. Bye. All right. So, so Stace, anything you want to add or close with? No. Or, yeah. Uh, the only thing I want to mention is Pretty that good next stuff. week we don't really have – yeah, I'm so excited. I can't wait to try that out. Um, right. I'm pretty geeked about it. I know. I can't wait. Uh, and the other thing I want to mention is next week we don't have any guest scheduled. It's just going to be you and I, and we're just going to be talking QBO, answering some Q&A, and talking about some of the what's new things in QBO. Uh, the 28th, nice. just uh, to let everybody know, uh, we will not be on. I think both of us are going to be traveling that day, uh, to be honest. I think you and I are both going to – oh, no, I'm doing VCon. I do a VCon session, and you're going to be traveling. So no show on the 28th, but you can always check out the website and uh, link to archives. And other than that, uh, that's, um, that's uh, you know – I, I just have uh, one thing to say. Find the damn Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next time. See you later. See you, Stacey. <laughs>